for tuning in to Magic City Business, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the people, systems, and tech behind the best businesses in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of the Magic City Business Podcast, where we highlight the amazing businesses of the greater Birmingham area. And today I am joined by Miss Carissa Rickman of Movement Mortgage. Carissa, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on here today. I was excited to have you on, Carissa, because you're very passionate about Movement Mortgage. Let's just start right there. Why are you so in love with this company? Oh, wow. That's a loaded question that I could talk about all day. So I have been with Movement Mortgage for about five years now, and it's totally different than a lot of the mortgage companies out there. I think the biggest thing with Movement that I love is that my core value is aligned. Every company has a mission statement out there, and Movement has an amazing mission statement, and they live it out. In the corporate office, it's lived out in the local offices, in sales, in every aspect. And that is, we exist to love and value by leading a movement of change in our industry, corporate cultures, and communities. And to see that every single day, to feel that, and to see that leaked out through our affiliates and our clients, it's unreal. It's amazing. Well, movement... I'm not sure I'm going to get this right, but I think they give the majority of their profits or they use the majority of their profits for mission work and schools and things like that. Oh, yeah. So we have some charter schools that we have started in some low income areas, and it has just really changed the lives of that community. And we're all about reaching out for our movement employees they actually corporately donate to our approved outreaches. So every time we donate, they give $20 an hour for their employees' times. And that's amazing. And they also match employee donations. So it's something that is in the heart of movement and just very passionate about. I know they take care of their employees too. Like if somebody gets sick, things like that. I don't know. Does that call something? Yeah. So we have the Love Works program. Love Works. Okay. So we're able to give a portion of our check. Either you can put 1% or a quarter percent. You're able to put $10 a month, $25 a month, and it goes into a savings account. And that has been able to bless so many of our employees because you never know what's going to happen in life. And we're able to take care of our own. Yeah. I know that a lot of companies preach culture. But I have rarely seen it. You know, most times it's something on a wall or on a document. But, I mean, you guys really live that out as well as your core values and mission statement and all that. I just, for instance, you know, my wife's with Movement, and we're going to talk about her in a sec. But if she needs something, she knows she can pick up the phone and call somebody and get it. Yes. So the support, when you first start, is really overwhelming. You're like, well, who do I call? But there is a person for everything, and they are dedicated to helping you. And I know that I can reach out to any of our hierarchy, any of the support staff, and I'm going to get a response back. So they definitely live out the culture to love and value each of their employees. Is it appropriate to talk about the biblical roots of these core values and mission statements and things of this nature? Yeah, I think that's totally appropriate. It is no secret that it is a Christian-based company. You do not have to be a Christian to work there. 
no one's going to be treated any differently. But that is the core of Movement Mortgage. And if you actually look at the M on our logo, it's an arrow pointing up to God. I love it. I know that was super important for my wife, Diana. Well, now there are no shortages of mortgage companies, lenders, brokers in the greater Birmingham area. So if I'm looking to buy a house or refinance, why Movement? Why the Diana Will Lending Team? Oh, those are great questions. Okay, so I've got to narrow this down because this is another topic I can talk about all day long. One movement going back into the culture, we actually own our own appraisal company, and that is a complete 100% nonprofit. So you do, you're giving back to the world by buying a house, and you don't get that in a lot of other places. Diana Will Lending Team specifically is amazing, completely biased because I'm on the team, but our team truly embodies what our corporate mission statement is, which is to love and value. And we're going to do that to our affiliates. We're going to do it to our clients and they feel it. We're going to help family purchase and then we're going to help their brothers and their aunt and uncle that are moving. And we're going to have a lifelong relationship with these people. I love it. I know one thing that I see from living with this amazing team that you guys have, or the leader of it, I should say, is that, I mean, she is always on for her people. I mean, her phone is always on for her people. She's always available for her folks. And I know there are, just like in the real estate business, there are entitled real estate agents and entitled mortgage people that, you know, they're like, hey, it's after five, it's after eight, it's on the weekends. I'm not answering my phone. But that's one thing I see as the value of doing business with you guys. Quick to respond and very professional and available in terms of communication. Yes, our team has amazing communication. It is fantastic. And what sets us apart a little bit, mortgage lending teams are relatively new, mm-hmm. where it used to be individual loan officers. And now you see the, the words team, but it's still typically the loan officer and then maybe an assistant. And we have a true team. So Diana originates, I originate, we have our own assistant, which I think her title should be changed to superhero. We hired the most amazing transaction coordinator that just helps everything stay together. So you're able to get in touch with people. Diana and I aren't always on our phones. We're always in touch, but because of our team dynamic, we are actually able to back off some and have some family time, which other people aren't allotted. And we're still able to service our clients above and beyond. Yeah, I think that's a misconception I see with teams in general is one of your competitors that doesn't have a team might say, oh, if you're going to use the Diana Will Lending team, you're not going to get to talk to Diana. Or it's kind of like an assembly line effect. And so we get that same thing in the real estate business. Maybe it's a negative connotation or maybe they just work with a bad real estate team in the past, but they're like, which one of y'all am I actually going to be talking to? Or I don't want to talk to several different people throughout the transaction, but it's really, you're able to provide so much more in terms of customer service because there's so many more people to handle the process, handle the phone calls, and everything that goes along with it. Yeah, so we each have our own individual role that we play in the process, but we also collaborate and we have pipeline meetings all the time. There's not going to be a family that comes to us that someone on our team does not know their story and doesn't know where they're at. And so you will get a chance to be a part of everyone on the team. We outline exactly what our roles are, and we have found that our clients absolutely love it. We're taking great customer service and making it superior, and it's really changed our clients' lives. 
one thing that's really important to me, so obviously communication is paramount, but trust. I have worked with a lot of lenders in the past that they're trying to push this square peg through a round hole. Like they're just trying to make something work that probably shouldn't. And I know that's one thing that you guys are not trying to push a deal through so that a day before closing or a week before closing, you're like, hey, we can't do this. And I see so many lenders just trying to push the envelope. And a lot of times there's these domino effects, right? You know, my house has got to sell here so I can buy here. And it goes down to that housing is a primal need. So we don't want to play with that. So I just love the fact that if you guys can't do it, you say you can't do it. And if you say you can do it, you know, nine times out of 10, you can't. I know there are certain things that are beyond your control, but the trust factor with you guys is amazing. Yes. So I did a study a couple years back and it was called The Best Yes and that really changed my life. And going through the loan process, we are going to give our best yes. We're not going to say yes to everything because that's going to waste the client's time. That's going to waste our affiliates time. And we want to bring value to everyone. We don't submit loans to be turned down. And we have a phenomenal funding rate to our submitted files. So when you say we don't submit loans to be turned down, to me, that says like we're not setting people up for failure. But I know you can't probably speak to this. Like, why do so many lenders just try to force it? I've always felt like in the real estate business, if I overpromise and underdeliver, even though maybe at the end of the day, the property gets sold, it gets sold for what the client wants. If I have not exceeded their expectations, I'm not going to get that referral. And I just think what's more devastating to have to go to a homeowner and say, oh, yeah, you got pre-approved. Oh, yeah, there's no problems until the 11th hour. Then all of a sudden we got a problem that should have been found out weeks ago. Yeah, we never want anyone to be in that situation. And we gather our documents up front. We're not going to pull credit and think you have a great credit and just shoot out a letter. We're going to check everything out to make sure we're not in that situation. And we're going to set expectations up front. If we have a situation with income, we're going ahead and we're talking to the employer and we're getting those documents that we need to make sure that we're able to get there. And if they're tight on their budget, we ask them to send us the houses we're looking at. I mean, if we're over what we estimated in taxes and your DTI might be a little too much, we know that we have padding there to pay a little extra down or we're having that conversation up front. It's so important to get our clients into houses We don't want anyone homeless. We believe in home ownership, and it's so valuable to have that mindset and to serve our affiliates. We don't want to put them in a predicament. Real estate agents, they aren't salary, and they've got a family to provide for, and that goes to our value. Like We're invested in these people. Working with every single agent is not what our team is looking for. We're looking for people with core values that are going to serve those clients as well. We're creating lifelong relationships with those affiliates and clients. Mm, That's so good. Yeah, and I look at it too. This translates to the affiliate relationship as well in terms of referrals. If you, you know, a lot of times with real estate, you get one shot. And if you were like, calm and cool and like everything's great until that 11th hour. And then all of a sudden you're hitting the panic button. You know, the realtor is going to be like, Hey, like, what are you doing? So I just don't understand that mentality. I would much rather, and I would keep sending referrals to a lender that said, Hey, I'm not the right loan officer for this particular client. You know, they should go to a local bank or they should go to a credit repair person. 
So it's just always baffled me, number one, that lenders aren't seeing real estate agents as a client as well. That makes sense. Yes. No, we definitely love to serve our real estate agents and to really build them up. We want to give them confidence enough in our transaction that they can go sell more real estate. That is their job. That is their bread and butter. Sitting around babysitting a contract to make sure that we're doing our job is not a benefit to them. And we do not want to do that. We are very in tune with other lenders, other businesses, credit repair companies. We're going to connect that client where they need to be. And if that client truly wants a house, we can get them into a house. It might not be next month like they want it to on a 30-day contract. We might be looking at six months. We might be looking at nine months. If they want a house, though, they can get a house. I would hope that salespeople, no matter what industry they're in, are listening because I know Diana has told people, I'm sorry, we can't help you, but this person can. And the person that she's referring the business to is still recommending her to all her other friends. So she's not passing the client off to this other lender and losing all future referrals. So maybe that's what's going into their train of thought when these lenders are just always trying to push and force a deal through to closing when they know it's got maybe a 50-50 shot of actually working out. It's just wild. Let's talk about technology. Okay. It's great I feel like you guys have amazing technology and it really makes it easier for your clients. So tell us about that. Yes, technology is so important. There are things that work in the past that you continue to bring in, but being innovative really changes things. And we offer so many things to our affiliates to help their life. One of the things we offer is a movement app on your phone that we can set it up, give the agents a profile, and they can share it with their clients without having to be like, I need to get Carissa or Diane on the phone, which we're readily available to speak typically. But they're able to do that while they're meeting and having the consultation. So they're able to apply on their phone. And it also has a calculator on there. They can kind of calculate what they can afford and get an idea. Something fantastic about that is Six months down the road when they didn't purchase and they couldn't find the house and they got discouraged and they're laying in bed and the wife says, hey, we're buying a house. We're going to get a contract. They pop out that calculator. They open the app. We get notified and we're able to pass that back to our agents. And so Billy Joe that you had talked to in six months, he's coming back to you and you're going to help get that family into a home. I love that. Now, one of the things that's really seems to be a predominant issue is getting these documents from the bar. Right. So what is the technology you guys have that can pull documents from other areas that are needed to fulfill the loan? Great. Yes. On the application, there is a scanner. So you can actually just scan the document in when they create an online portal. If they apply over the phone or on the app, they still have the online portal and they're able just to type in their bank account information and automatically pull statements. That is tremendous because when we need refresh statements, we can just pull them and we don't have to sit there and keep going back to the borrower. And on that portal, it'll show what they've uploaded so they can see hey, I hadn't sent this in. We can send notifications through that. Everything's digital and they have access to that as well. Three areas that I look at in just a strong business or strong business model are people, systems, and tech. And you've already mentioned this, but you have amazing people on your team. Everybody knows their role. 
you got a system for everything. And then you've got this amazing technology through Movement Mobile. Am I right? Correct. Yes. See, I'm paying attention. So you've just got all these things in line and just make it very, very smooth. You know, it's about the easy transaction, but that's more about the experience, like the experience you provide to the borrower. Because I always look at this way, and I'll tell this to a client directly. Not all lenders are created equal, but who you hire matters. And I'm sure Ditech and Quicken and Rocket and all those things, I'm sure they have great people. And I'm sure they close a heck of a lot of loans and do a great job, but they don't have as much a stake as you guys do because you guys are members of the community, staples of the community, your reputation matters. To me, that's really, really important. Again, you're biased, but does using a local lender matter? Yes, I think using a local lender has tremendous gain for both the affiliates and the clients. One, readily available, and we know the area, we know what's going on. We also have the connections, we have the insurance people, we have the title people. We're not blindly typing into Google to try to find stuff. We have everything in place for that. I love it. And I always look at it this way. If somebody's in a cubicle in Oklahoma City or somewhere, and they screw up on a file, they don't have anything to lose. They don't have to worry about running to that person, the grocery store, or that realtor, just bad-mouthing them to all the other real estate agents in the community. So I always think that is a really strong thing to deal with somebody who knows their reputation is on the line. All right, so for the last portion of the podcast, I want to just talk about advice to potential people out there that want to buy a home. And what they need, what steps would you recommend that they take? So we have a listener who's like, wow, I want to buy a home. I'm looking for the right mortgage lender or mortgage lending team. I love what Chris is saying about movement. This is a company I want to do business with. What steps would you recommend that they be taking to get prepared to come to you ready to rock and roll? Yes, definitely. So knowing where you stand is super important. You need to have an income. You can't buy a house with no money. That seems logical. (laughs) Yes. You need to have an income. You need to have a credit score. And if you're not sure where your credit stands, we can check it out. We can get you connected to where you need to be connected. But the most important thing and where you need to start is a conversation. Let's get on the phone. Let's talk. Let's figure out where you are and what we need to do to get you and your family in your dream home. It's interesting that you say that because... So many people are, I don't know if apprehensive is the right word in terms of the conversation, but I look at it this way. A conversation costs you nothing. A conversation about buying, about refinancing, a consultation about listing your home or buying a home with a real estate agent. These cost you nothing, but you and I both know there's people out there looking online, driving around, doing all these house hunter activities that maybe their debt to income is so out of whack they can't buy a home or their credit score, or it was a job transfer. So if it was a job transfer in a completely different field, that can affect your ability to get approved. Am I wrong? No, there are a ton of different factors that could disqualify you from getting a mortgage that people do not know about. Self-employed borrowers are a tough one in their mind. They made a million dollars last year, but the way they filed their taxes doesn't show that. And so the best thing to do is have a conversation. Don't write yourself off and think you can't purchase. And don't automatically just assume that you're the best candidate in the world. Talk to an expert. Let us help you. Let us serve you. 
Yeah, because this process can be enjoyable and it can be a freaking nightmare. And so the more you work with people that set the proper expectations, the more prepared you are, the faster you get your documents in. One thing that I hear from living with a super successful mortgage loan officer is the fact that people don't disclose everything. Surprise! Forgot to tell you I didn't pay my taxes. It amazes me some of the things that people assume. We were talking with one guy who works at Best Buy, and I think he made 11 or $12 an hour and had spent countless weeks driving around looking online for homes in the $300,000 range. And he'd only been with Best Buy like a few months. So not only was the income not there, I mean, the length of employment wasn't there. So I don't know why, but people love to waste their time. And we know that's our most valuable resource. So do you have any thoughts, just shot in the dark here, of why people, because we'll talk to people as real estate agents and go, hey, love to show you a home, but I need you to get in touch with Carissa first. And then in some cases, that's the last phone call we have with these folks. I mean, what's the deal there? Yes, I definitely think most people are cuckoo. <laughs> I think it probably has to do with the fact that people are very private about their money. And I know from hearing this and being married to a loan officer, people, they're always very fearful that like you're going to sell their information to somebody. So maybe that's something you could clear up. Like if somebody comes to you and they can't be approved or they give you all this personal financial information, I mean, you know everything. You got their social security number, everything. Are you selling that to anybody? Are you leaking this documents to other people? Are you bound by any confidentiality rules? So we definitely do not share information, do not share documents. We do not call your aunt and uncle and tell you. I think you hit it when you said people drive around and dream and want to look at these expensive homes, but they haven't applied for a mortgage. They haven't talked to a mortgage lender because they're operating from a state of fear. And I can't tell you how many conversations that has been started. And you're like, hey, my credit's a little bit lower because yada, yada. Please don't judge me. We're in a hard situation. The Diana Will Lending Team, we are not here to judge you. And we do not operate from a state of fear. We're here to love and value and lift you up. We're here to connect you to places you can get your credit up if it's not where it needs to be. And people fall on hard times. We are all human. Don't be afraid to have a blunt, honest conversation. And the more honest you are, the best yes you can get. Mm, God, that's good. And there are also cases, right, where there may be things on your credit report that are fraudulent. Like you didn't do anything wrong. You're a victim of fraud or, you know, somebody has done something to you, has victimized you in your credit score. And so it's good that you can find these things out because they can be cleaned up. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of occasions where we pull credit and people are like, well, I'm shocked about that. Or we're able to handle it or to say, hey, if you put $5 on this credit card, your score is going up 40 points. Balances on credit cards affect your score a lot. And from being an expert in that area, we're able to talk and coach our clients in the right direction. Yeah, that just juggled my memory here about another aspect. I think they think that if they talk to you and you pull their credit, it's going to mess their credit score up. Yes. So people think it's going to drop their scores. It's not necessarily going to drop it. And if you've applied at other lenders and you've been turned down, we get a lot of turned down loans that we're able to approve. No problem. It's not going to be a hassle or anything. We have different qualifications that the lenders require. And 
you're able to shop around for a mortgage and have your scores pulled. If, big if, it touches your score, it's not going to be significant enough to qualify you or disqualify you. And if you don't heed the advice of this podcast, I love the fact you were saying that people love to drive around and dream, but really their dreams could be crushed. It breaks my heart when people fall in love with homes and they didn't do their due diligence. They didn't talk to you. They didn't have this conversation with you first, which could have saved them all that heartache. So this has been great advice. All right, let's talk about how people can get in touch with you. They're listening to this podcast right now and they're like, I'm ready to apply online. Where do they go? Yes. So you can go to www.dianawillteam.com and that is going to pull up our application. You can click apply now and it's going to ask you a series of questions about yourself, kind of telling your story. Once you do that, it'll submit to us and then you're able to upload those documents. It'll automatically tell you what we are looking for. And once you do that, we're able to get in there and get you approved, get you out into a home. If I'm listening and I'm not ready to apply, I just want to ask you some questions. Is there a way that I can contact you? Are you comfortable with cell phone, email, Facebook message, carrier pigeon? How can I get in touch with you? Yes, all of those above. You can reach me at 205-705-0881. That is my cell phone, so you can call or text me on there. All right, Carissa, we are about out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Any big, dark secrets from your past? Your most embarrassing moment from college? Anything that you care to share? I will say that I have been in this industry for a very long time. And I know a lot of people who have been in the industry for a long time. And with our team, we are definitely set apart. And everyone on our team truly carries out the mission statement to love and value. We love each other. I'm invested in all these other women on the team. They are with me as well. And that is carried out with our affiliates and our clients. Home buying can be stressful. It's most people's biggest expense of their whole entire life. And that brings burden and anxiety and you sometimes feel trapped. And we want to turn that anxiety into excitement. And I think that we have done a great job with that. And that's why we're helping people with their second home and buy investment properties. We're helping their moms and dads because we are able to help alleviate some of that stress. We look at everything up front to make sure we're grabbing what we need so we're not going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. You've got other responsibilities, house searching, inspections. You handle those. We'll take care of your finances and put your mind at peace with that. Not only do I live this vicariously with you guys, but I see it in your reviews and you know just the feedback I get from clients that I'm helping in the real estate side that are working with you on the lending side. So it really, really is true. So thank you so much, Carissa, for joining us on the Magic City Business Podcast. Thank you. This has been a great interview. And if you need her, get in touch with her. Again, let's get that cell phone number one more time. Carissa Rickman. It's 205-705-0881. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic City Business. This podcast is fueled by the support of our listeners. So if you found value in the podcast, please be sure to give us a favorable rating on iTunes, subscribe, and share your favorite episodes with friends. 
If there is an impactful story behind your business and you'd like to be featured on the show, please send an email to magiccitybusiness at gmail.com.